Welcome, travelers, to this unlucky episode number 13, where some will die. What? It's the M word! Hello and welcome to the M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Cone Air. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. Isn't that the Superman daddy who. Kyle, uh, I am Kyle. I gave birth to Superman. Nope. I don't know comics. Nope. I would love to see the superhero that you birthed. Ooh, wouldn't we all? It's, honestly, some days, depending on how much Taco Bell I eat. I feel like I gave birth to a superhero. Ugh, Swamp Monster Man. Mostly because it comes out red. The thing. We call this segment of our show Inside the Bowl. It's where we figure out what the fuck is going on in there. (laughs) That's every episode. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Kyle, you know, I'm feeling musical today. Oh, no, that's bad. That's bad for our comedy podcast. (sighs) I was watching Facebook and I saw Lynn and uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon singing in a boat. That was very good. The two goats in a boat. <laughs> two goats in a boat. And that song is in my head all day. Two goats in a boat. Yeah, it's very very good. Arms down to our throats. Two, two goats, goats in a boat. And see that part I said where they did coats. Um, anyway, so this is our Facebook review podcast, The M Word, where we go through Facebook and just kind of, you know, just basically re- re-say it. But but we say it with uh, with comedic timing, so. Um, oh, so we're and basically then he YouTube stars. Oh, what? What? Sorry, that was our good comedic timing. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm feeling particularly musical, just like we were today, because, I mean, how else are you going to get through the spoopiest day of the of the, of the year? The, the spoopiest day of the podcasting Wednesday, year. Wednesday the 13th. That's not true. Wednesday the 6th. Wednesday Friday the, the 13th. Friday the 7th. 8th. What day is Friday? The 8th. The 8th. Today's D-Day. <laughs> the, this, oh, shit. I mean, okay. not Friday. I mean, the day we're recording is Wednesday. We're really kind of breaking down the 5th, 8th wall here. And um and we're recording on Wednesday, which is what we do normally. Just kind of behind the scenes peak. Welcome to Cribs with Connor and Kyle. <laughs> Y'all remember MTV? Connor, how's your week? It's it's pretty good. Uh so far I'm feeling uh I'm feeling good in my new my new podcasting position. I, I moved the setup around so I can spread my legs. As you know, I record in a walk-in closet, and I've been doing it faced the opposite side of the door, and now I'm facing the door, and I tell you what, my chakras are all in alignment. Yeah. My uh, my toes are wiggling as they didn't prior. Which, of course, that's that's what a chakra does. When you get your chakras, they make your toes wiggle. Ugh, I'm just, I'm lining up all the chakras, and all the things are wiggling. My toes are wiggling, my fingers are wiggling, my tongue is wiggling. All I know is that chakras lining up, lining up means you're having a seizure. 
See, I'm I'm very very jealous because I have I I don't get enough natural chakras, so I have to take chakra sep- supplements, and it's I mean it's kind of it feels like I've failed as a human, you know. It's like chakra supplements, like like a guy coming over and and moving around your chakras. Because I thought you got to move the chakras around like physically. No, you can't just take you can't just knows. take a medicine. Nobody yes, they do. I, have you not seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? Nobody knows where chakras really come from. I one time I was told that if I just go outside and open my mouth to the sun, I get eight hundred chakras. Who who are you talking to? Now that man was homeless, so I assume he was an expert. Now he was also doing the same thing, opening up his mouth to the sun. So I asked, "Hey, homeless Hank, what are you doing?" And he said, "You gotta open up your mouth for the chakras from the sun." Hi, my name is Homeless Hank. Can you spare a shoe? I need I need three shoes. So you so you did did you follow Homeless Hank's advice? Did you? Of end course up- I did. I sat in his lap just like he asked me to, and I opened my mouth to the sun. So so anyway, so my week's going pretty good. Good to uh, hear. Lining up the chakras in the normal way. Yeah, I am re-listening to Shit Town. One oh, of the greatest podcasts I've ever listened to. It's, it's just very so good. good. Yeah, I really, I we really need to do some more investigative journalism here on oh on the M word. We we're do. really not figuring out enough. We need to start investigating. Is there a prison near you? We need to go to a prison and just kind of shout, "Hey, who's innocent?" And then we'll just who's, kind of work from there. Oh yes, who's innocent? And then. And then if they all line up, then we have our entire show for the rest of lifetime. Exactly. You just walk in and you say, "Who's a victim of injustice?" And then and then I I raise my I raise my hand instead, and then I'm just on the show. And then we're just doing a lovely um, two man show in front of this prison audience. Why aren't more podcasts recorded from a prison audience? I feel like they'd be a great audience. They'd be a wonderful audience, or you get stabbed. And I think that's uh, that's a gives it a lot of no. energy. What? Not with our charm. Not with our charm. I'm just saying you throw, you know, c- podcasting weaklings like all these actual comedians who think they can start a podcast and throw them in front of a prison. They're gonna die, and that's just a fact. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine sarah koenig getting in front of a prison audience i mean she did did, she did go to prison and meet adnan so she is a tough buck did she meet him i can't remember now i know that i mean all their phone yeah no she did meet him i think she met him yeah she met him a few times like they did it mostly over the phone and then they met at some point yeah that's i mean i've been to prison because my dad does like prison ministry for his church and so they like go to prison and i've been to the women's prison and i was like helping my mom set something up and she introduced me to a prisoner and then we were talking and chatting and the prisoner lady was very, very nice. And then I turned to my mom and I said, so what did she do? And my mom smiled and said she killed her husband with chemicals. And so. <clears throat> I I mean, no, you can't see my face in the microphone, but I'm, I got like the, the uh, face going on. Luckily you still described it only using noise i feel like that i I know but that's the only way you can do it so i just i feel like they got it though we're so good at describing our faces that's basically what this show is i also downloaded ios 12 kyle that's a mistake on my phone it's a mistake 
I am already checking how much screen time I'm using, and a lot of it is just checking screen time, which is the application that tells you how much or little you are using your phone. Yeah, there was a lot of hubbub, right, about all these nice new features, you know, from from the good Apple people for all of the good iPhone users. However, my favorite new feature on the iPhone is that if you do slam it on the ground, it it has now a flubber effect where it'll immediately pop right back up into your hand. And I think that's honestly an innovation in software because it's like, <laughs> how did you do that just with software? And then second of all, something we'll all find really useful and or confusing for the initial, you know, months. Yeah, it was really weird when when uh, Craig Federini threw his phone onto the ground and then it shattered completely. Yeah. And then instead of them finishing up the WWDC conference, he actually just took his phone to an Apple store and they just recorded him his process there ironically too the apple store was really far from the conference and so it was like gosh you'd think somebody there could probably fix it and instead he had to drive 40 minutes to the nearest apple store in san jose california it's like gosh there must have been a better way but yeah i don't know i don't know what they were thinking maybe he's just real dumb maybe the man in charge of all the software at apple is just very very dumb i don't know he's got good good hair he has great hair. He's got great hair. I don't know why they don't show that more. His hair? I don't know why they didn't just shoot his hair the whole time. They should have, honestly. They that's that's my main selling point. When I go and buy new Apple hardware, I say this was designed by a man with a great mane of hair. Mm-hmm. And the silver this I don't want to say silver fox cuz that's a cliche overused. The silver manatee, I call him. And so no, cuz that implies that he's like just a, a fat sea cow. So maybe the silver the silver snake. No, snakes don't have hair or fur. The silver bear. I think I think the silver fox works really well because that's what works really well. Yeah, I guess that's the problem with cliches, right? Is that they're overused, but like it's for a reason. Right. They work well. Right. The silver badger. Now that I can get on board with. Yeah. Connor, you want to ask me how my week was? <sighs> I really don't like this part of the podcast, but um, but I guess that's fine. How was your week? It was very good. Thank you. So moving on, we have a question from a listener. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, um, and we're really, really excited because um, we've been taking questions off of Reddit, but we want to get back to the heart of the matter. We got this great question from Cecilia, and she says, I'm 21, which, Connor, check my math, but is she still a millennial if she's 21? Yes. Yeah. Is that like 90, right on the edge? I mean, if yeah, because that's that's the year before me. So, actually, Jesus, wait, is she twenty one this year? I forgot you were a baby. Is is she twenty one this year? I mean, I don't know. I don't know her. Okay. Well, it's close. It's cutting it really close. It's cutting it close, Cecilia. So, I mean, you be honest. If you're like actually nineteen, you can't listen to this show, and that's the rule. So. Anyway, Cecilia says, I'm 21 and in college. I was hoping to have a summer internship, but it didn't work out. So I'm going back home for the summer. I need to find a summer job. If I apply to places, should I say it's only for the summer or would that make it less likely to be hired? Make me less likely to be hired. If they ask, should I lie? Connor, this is an interesting moral dilemma we have here. 
Do you ever have a summer job? Uh, I kind of. So I, whenever, as soon as I turned 16, which was technically at, at the beginning of the school year, I got a job flipping burgers at a uh, at a local burger place. Okay. Uh, and and I did that for about six months. So well, it was it was longer than the pretty, summer job, but it was it was summer. like the the equivalent of of like a summer job for me. Every job after that took like I did for forever. Uh, but this one was called Fat Daddies. Uh, Please and... tell me fat was spelled with ph. Nope, oh, nope. Damn. Fat Daddies. Their their burgers were a fat daddy, a hot a hot da- uh shit hop hop daddy, a Hoosier daddy. Oh, fine. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I didn't actually eat it, but I loved the name of it. Yeah. And uh, it was it was terrible. I hate working in food, and I never want to work in food ever again. Well, that's it was fun. it's it's dirty. You get I I I came home smelling like burgers every day. Yeah. Um, the chef uniform was too big for me, and I definitely didn't do any like food uh certification. So sorry, I basically poisoned a bunch of people. I wasn't G- trained. Gave a lot of people food poisoning. So that, many people for the, that six month summer. How old were you? Sixteen. Okay. No, it was it was fine. I was there for a minute, and then I switched over to Chick Fil A. The which is of course better in every way. Yeah. You don't yeah, 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 smell yeah. like burgers. You smell like chicken. Chicken, right? But what's beneficial about working at Chick Fil A is you could pop a nugget. You can't pop a whole burger, but no, you can but pop you a pop, nugget while you're working. You would pop a fry though. Oh hell yeah! You're popping fries. You're popping nuggets. If anybody caught you, you're donezo. But if you're really fast, it's just it's just your your count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, nuggets, thirteen, whoops. Random. Whoops. Out. I waited tables at Chili's and I loved walking by just the chip the chip container, the chip machine. Cause then I'd just like grab grab a chip, toss it in the old gob. And uh, be on my way, you know, taking people's order, kind of while chip pieces were falling out of my mouth onto their faces. Chili's Wait, is a great at? place. Oh, Chili's? Chili's. Oh, you worked at Ch- Chili's? What'd you, what? I did. I worked at Chili's. It was before we met. There was a whole, uh, I had a whole life before you, Connor. And nice. frankly, it was better. Assuming, so I'm assuming this person said they're going back home. Cecilia said she's going back home for the summer. So this is probably not like the same area. So this is, she's like going to be leaving at the end of the summer. Right. For her next year in college. So I guess it would depend though on the job, right? I feel like if it's a job, if you're coming in for the summer, if it's something like, oh, a lifeguard, like they know it's only for the summer. Right. There's no winter lifeguards. You got to choose summer related jobs. Snow cones. Snow cones snow is cone. a great idea. There was a sick snow cone shop in my hometown. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but they made just the 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 softest soft ice cones you've ever tasted. In well, your here's life. here's the problem, Connor. Your hometown is right next to my hometown, and I know technically for f- it was in your hometown. So you idiot, my bad. Yeah, how dare you? How dare you? Technically, your hometown. Snow Beach in Friendswood is the snow best Beach. snow cone place in the world. It is very very good. So good, shaved ice. It was shaved like it's, a baby's booty. It's ho- oh god, what are Shit. you doing to those children? It no, I mean like it was it was it was not clean shaven, but it felt as soft as a baby's booty. That's not what you said at all. This okay, hey guys, guess what? We just increased our listeners by about fifty percent because now this episode is in court. 
So that's fun. That's great. Yeah. High court. Oh man. Do you think do you think iTunes accounts for for mass listenings of a podcast and their downloads? For wait, what? Whenever they play our podcast in the court. Yeah, they all have to download they have, it. They all have to download it. Exactly. And they're <laughs> going to the want judge, to. The judge has to download the, the, the podcast app because he doesn't have it on his phone anymore. Exactly. And so now this is actually going to allow me to fulfill kind of a lifelong dream, which is to be in court and to just say, Objection, your honor. I object with you, all my heart. And he'll be like, you can't object because you're not a lawyer. No, Connor, you got to wait. This is kind of like Blue's Clues when you watch Blue's Clues or like Dora the Explorer. And you just got to wait for the silence to allow the other people to respond. So it's like, how many fingers am I holding up? Four. That's correct. So you got to give it that. You know, that's but I mean, the, the judge the, was talking while you were talking. And that's I remember whenever those shows would do that shit. And I wouldn't answer. I'd be like, "You're you're totally slowing down the plot here. Like, just answer the fucking question." And that's that is exactly how Connor thought as a three year old, which was fascinating. Whereas I was just like, "Hell yeah, Barney! Yeah, that's right. I answered correctly. Gosh, man, you're my purple friend. I knew it was four. You gave me the clues earlier in the show. It was four. I knew it was four. Mom, I knew it was four. Give me a cinnamon roll. Give me, hey, ma, ma." Give me a cinnamon roll. I want that cinnamon stack. I want a cinnamon roll. I know I've had 25, but I'm still hungry. (laughs) Isn't Fat Albert just ruined thanks to Bill Cosby? Oh, such a bummer zone, man. Oh, that's the worst. Anyway, Cecilia, so we got uh, Lifeguard. Snow cone. These are all Snow jobs cones. where you won't have to lie because it's basically going to last until August and then you're, you're done. So um, water parks, water park. Nobody oh, goes yeah. to water parks after Anything basically that's July. that's related to water, you could probably stick to uh, because of the, the lack of the popularity due to the chilliness. Yes. So if you're in one of those ice restaurants, if you're no, I'm sorry. Oh, you could work in the ice restaurants in the summer cleaning the water. Do you think they just get more water? I'm I'm not sure. You could gather water for ice sculptures. Oh, that's fun. While it's wet. So basically, this is so but this isn't really a job. This is kind of like an investment opportunity. It's like, hey, maybe over the summer you collect water and then come wintertime you let it freeze and sell it to people as ice. That You're- is the that is the bummer towns about that one is that you have to it is an investment. You're not going to make it immediately, okay? Right. Which, Which I is don't hard think- for a very young summer summer girl to think about. Or summer boy, it didn't have to do with gender, I'm just saying. I don't think this is solving Cecilia's problem. I do think her name is Cecilia? Cecilia. Cecilia. Yeah. Is- yeah. Okay. Cecilia. I don't want to make fun of Cecilia, but Cecilia's name sounds like she's 90 years old. Cecilia is a very, very popular name. I don't know what you're talking about. Cecilia. Cecilia. No. Stop it. Cecilia. Stop. This is a listener. Yeah, but she is loves our show. Anyway, can I tell you where I worked at for a summer job one time? Where? I've, ha- I've only had two summer jobs, meaning like I worked 
only at them during the summer. One was at a gun range when I was like 19. And that was, it was actually like, I didn't have to do much with the gun range for the summer. I was handling like their online stuff. So I got to stay inside, which was nice. So that was one. The other was I, when I was 16, I worked at Whataburger so that I could buy a gift for my parents' anniversary. And my, and then I kind of kept working through August and then school started. And my mom told me that since I had a job, I had to pay for my gas. And so I quit my job. (laughs) And that's a true fact. Oh no. Mostly, it was mostly though, because my parents gave me a 1997 Chevy Suburban that no joke had a 40 gallon gas tank and had basically eight miles to the gallon. Oh my God. And so it was so expensive for gas. And I, so I just put that burden back on my parents because I was just like, whoa, I don't want to be doing anything, you know, for me. Just let me <laughs> continue to use that free, that free gas card that just somehow fills up this crazy, crazy gas tank. And and uh, my parents are homeless today, thanks to that decision so, by me. That's so funny. Your pa- your parents are just like, listen, I really need you to, like, now that you have more responsibilities, like, you have the funds to, like, take care of this thing. And so we're giving you this opportunity to, like, be responsible and, like, take care of yourself. And you were like, I'm not into it. I'd rather go back on welfare. That was essentially what I did. <laughs> I said, screw this. I mean, so I did also, in the beginning of that school semester, a hurricane happened, and so which happens in southern Texas. And so I kind of was able to use that, use that as an excuse. And where I was just like, I have to catch up on schoolwork. I can't be working. Oh, my time. God. They and, were like, listen, yeah. the that hurricane, yes, it was devastating to this planet, but it was also devastating to my mind. And also, the, the, the water burger was blown away. Even though the we drove water by burger it, was blown away. <laughs> Even it's though we gone. drove by it every day, it's gone. You may see it, but it's a front. Exactly, it's, not That's, real. it's all a lie. It's a water burger now because it got flooded. Uh, I tried to explain water burger, so I was I was very lucky to uh, to chat with uh, an Australian man who hosts his own podcast named Eamon and he hosts a podcast called but yeah and then he's starting a new podcast that should be launching soon actually called one letter better and we were talking about the things that make the south great and so I talked about in Texas most of most of it relates to food and I was trying to explain Whataburger and I don't know if there's any way we can translate Whataburger to other cultures and that's even within the U.S. Like trying to explain Whataburger to a Californian is basically saying, hey, you you know about In-N-Out? Well, make it bigger and better because that's Whataburger. Oh, man. Out here, there's so many people who would fight you about that, man. Yeah, They'd and guess what? I kill you. them because I'm a Texan. I do I do miss Whataburger. I'm, I've, tri- I've had In-N-Out a couple of times. and uh, It's not the same. No. It's not the same. They're smaller. They're 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 just crappier. I, I'm totally a Whataburger dude. Hold on. Let's go back to Cecilia's problem. Cecilia, find a job that will let you do it for the summer only. But if you can't, then yes, you should lie. That's my hey. I, I'm coming out strong on that on that side. Lie. Yeah. Lie. Like I interview mean, interview for an, a manager position. As long as no, d- d- don't do that. But like. If you find a if you find a job that's like that's like whatever, 
That's not going to be something you need to hold on to on your resume. Or even you can, as long as it's not, yeah, as long as you know it's not going to bite you in the ass later, then yeah, just, just be like, no, I'm just looking for a new career at Snow Beach. I'm ready to grow and become a manager and maybe one day an owner. I'm pretty sure Snow Beach only hires high school kids, so I think that's probably not going to work out. Well, either way, you have you have the option. You should go for it, Kyle. Let's uh, let's hit up um, let's hit up that that last one. Let's hit up that last problem to be solved. It's a very big deal. I'll go ahead and transition us. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Hey, Connor, what's this over here? It's the opportunity. Why don't you take oh. it this time? Thanks, friend. Finally, I get to take my own opportunities. I love our little sketches. They're very funny. So there's a big deal going on right now with with uh, the U.S. and every other country. It's called a trade war. What? It's called a trade war. And I it's thought not... only Congress could declare war. Right. And see, what's funny about that is that this isn't the war that the Constitution was talking about. I'm tired of sending our boys over to trade to die. It was talking about Trumperinos deciding that he wanted to just tariff a bunch of other commodities from other countries uh, because it's better for the U.S. for some reason. And so all the other countries are like, yo, dog, if you're going to tariff our shit, we're going to tariff your shit. It does Uh, sound like you're saying just tear off. Like, hey, guess what, guys? Tearing off that steel. No more... No more steel. I'm tearing off. No, they're they're tariff like like Canada, for instance. Justin Trudeau is a brilliant, gorgeous man. I wish he was our president, our prime minister. But he can't be legally. So, well, I wish we'd find a way. But we're taxing maple syrup, beavers, maple leaves, pop stars, because we want to prevent Justin Bieber from coming. Another. Can one. you imagine how much money America would make if we tariffed? Canadian pop stars. Yeah, but then we would also Drake. have to figure out, like, oh, would would the Jim Carreys of the world be able to come over? The Mike Myers. The, yeah, but listen, their generation's done. That's true. They're all dead, huh? They're all dead. That's they're so dead sad. or they're dying. The new generation of Canadians, I want to tax. Let's tax them now. You're saying that, but we actually do have listeners in Canada. That's fine. Listen, you don't you don't have to be taxed if you're over there. If you come over here, then you get taxed. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so basically, if you cross the border, we're just going to tax you. And we don't know how, but we're going to do it. We don't know how, but but also you're you're going to pay for it. It sounds vaguely like a threat. Like, if you, I swear, if you all come over here, I'm going to tax you so bad. Hey, I'm going to tax you. Look at my tax right here. I'm going to tax you. Look at my tax. And then he pulls out his like taxes. And then we're like, we got you, Trump. Got him. <laughs> and, then, and then we can finally see his tax returns. So but basically, the trade wars. The trade war is is the Trump administration saying, hey, we're going to start taxing a lot more goods that we're importing to try and encourage people to buy American th- things that are made here rather than buying things that are made elsewhere that might be cheaper. So it's raising the cost of those things and then making seemingly making our stuff more affordable. Right. So we just need to get this taken care of, man. Here's the actual problem with trade wars is that and it's exactly what happened, right? Is so they tariffed stuff on Canada. And then Canada was like, why'd you do that? That's not cool. We're going to tariff your stuff for the exact same amount, which basically just didn't change anything. It just made stuff more expensive because we export a bunch of shit. Like we export steel to Canada, which I didn't know. 
until this moment. So thank you, Trump administration. I, th- I don't think we say this enough. Thank you, Trump administration. You taught us so much more about how trade works, how the economy works, and how our legal system works. I've heard that failures teach you more about the world than your successes. Yeah. And I think that this is a huge learning opportunity for the United States. Basically, not since the Civil War have we had such a failure to learn from than now, which is fun. Just all this growth. All this growth. I feel it. I feel all this growth. There's a growth. It's a growth on my body. It's a growth. Get it off. Connor, the trade war obviously has... It's a war. And I don't I don't think they, we just throw that word in lightly because I, I'm pretty sure this is the progression. These are the levels of of wars imagine a pokemon so you have the first pokemon is trade war that's the first pokemon you put trade a, war trade war exactly trade war. i'm trade war um you put a moonstone on trade war and it evolves into cold war Ooh. exactly yeah it's big ugly cousin oh it's gross guess what then you put a thunderstone on cold war that just becomes war. And that's the big one. That's the big, that's the final evolution, the final form, if you would like. But you got to do it after it's level like 40. Otherwise, it's not going to get up there. Right. It's not going to understand its new strength. And so, so we do. So luckily, we do have time. We have time, right? but we have to figure out how, where the moonstones are and how do we avoid a moonstone getting how do put we get on rid of those moonstones? Well, we can't just get rid of the moonstones, right? Because they're an important part of the democracy. Right. They're fertile for the land, like they needed to grow and survive and, and to pay taxes. You can't just get rid of them. Right. Uh, you can try to spread them out so that way they aren't as effective. You can try to change the zones in which moonstones are all together. That way they're not all contributing to the same thing. Okay. Or... You can uh, you can try to take every moonstone and and match them up with a millennial. That Just millennial, so that we, we become the protector, right? Like a you know how pet rocks were a thing. Yes. So that will be like millennials' pet rocks will be the moonstones. Connor, I hate to disagree with you, but I also love it, and I think you're being way too optimistic. I think that. There are, and hey, thanks, Obama. Obama has a, the U.S. government, thanks to Obama, has a a huge reserve of moonstones that now Trump has his finger on the moonstone button. And so this is a problem. I don't think we can stop it. And so this is what I'm going to suggest. I think we need to go to the moon where, ironically, there are no moonstones. And that's, it was weird that we called it that. But there's no moonstones on the moon. Why are there no moonstones on the moon? There's only moon rocks, which is totally different. Ugh. Yeah, and they have no Pokemon evolutionary power. And that's important for our future, you know, species. Interesting. So I think we just need to go to the moon because, I honestly, I think we're done down here. I Like, I think this is it. The planet has been around for, like, a billion years, and we've been kind of rocking it for a few thousand. But I honestly, I think this is it. I think we're done. Like, and I think Connor's done with this show because he literally just yawned. Sorry. No, I was I was listening to what you were saying, but I did get, I got a little carried away thinking about, I thought for a minute that you thought Moonstones were nukes. And Aren't I was they? like, that's not right. No, Thunderstones are nukes because that's what makes a Cold War go to a real war. 
Nice. So, I mean, we also have Thunderstones, which are nukes, and Moonstones are, um, you know, probably like racists? Uh, I was thinking uh, hardcore right-wing conservatives. Thank you so much for listening to The M-Word. You can subscribe to The M-Word on iTunes. If you haven't already, what the hell are you doing here? Go hit that subscribe button like it's a moonstone. And leave us a rating, too, because I really enjoy that. And I haven't looked up to see what new ratings we have, but let me just make up one. Carol, who is our very lovely baby boomer listener, listens to the M-word for research, and she says, how do you turn this up? Which I think that's a good rating. I think that's a good review. Follow us on Twitter, at M-WordPod, and on Instagram, I'm at ThatBoyConnor, and Kyle is at KyleTheTurner. You can also send us an email just like Cecilia did with any problems you need solving. We want to help produce and fix this world of ours. You can send that to ck at mwordpod.com. Also, thanks, Cindia, for the cover art at lift with Jesus Christ <laughs> at with love Cindy on Instagram to see more of her delicious artistry. Yes. And also, I want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro music, Millennial Juice Fluid, and also our outro music, Ballad of a Dusty Boy, which you're probably hearing right now. Please pledge as little as a dollar on our Patreon, patreon.com slash mwordpod, or check out our website, just mwordpod.com. Thanks for listening to the M-Word. Put on your pants! Bye. Bye.